God is causing such a groan. Such a groan in the spirit. We speak in our natural language. Praying for what we ought to pray for. The communities. The leaders. The churches. Our lives. Our family. Our government. And then we pray in our heavenly language. Things that we know not to pray for. In the presence of God. And then we make it a sound of an utterance. A groan in the spirit. Which is no words. It's just sounds. Coming from the midst of your belly. Deep within. From Holy Spirit. In the presence of God. Groaning is nothing but your passion. Without words to express. I want to see people turn back to God so much. I'm so hungry for the churches to be filled with people coming in to spurge God's love and God's touch like never before. I'm hungry for the supernatural. I'm hungry for what my eyes haven't seen. I'm hungry for what my ears haven't heard. Not just in my life, but in every nation. There's a groan. A groan caused you to stop where you are. And stop what you're currently doing. And bow before the king. And make such a sound. You don't even want to eat no earthly food. You don't even want to do anything earthly at the time. All you want to do is bow before God in the presence of your neighbor on your left and your right. Your neighbor you haven't even met yet that you know here in the earth. Because there's always somebody in the earth who is living without God. There's somebody in the earth who is angry. There's somebody in the earth who's struggling with forgiveness. There's somebody in the earth who walked away from God. There's somebody in the earth who's angry, who turned away, who confused, who feel lonely. Who want to give up. Who have given up. Who's been abused. Who's misusing their authority. Taking advantage of people. Lying. Being blasphemous. Being resentful. Disregarding. Too religious. Pride. Very prideful. Different religions, and you grow so much more because God knows what you ought to pray for, but you don't have no language to speak because it hits your spirit so much, it touches your soul so much with the passion just to help. You on your knees, what can I do to help? When God draw me to a fast, draw me to one, I can really today really pay attention to God because he's moving in a different way. He didn't wake me up as he usually do. I had to press to even stay up to get on here this morning. I went to the grocery store and made me a, a meal. Made some food. Begin to eat it on the last message. Like two spoons of what I had. Put it in the microwave. Haven't touched it since. 
just drinking fluids. And all of a sudden, I begin to get tired again. I say, no, now I know God, I got a press. My flesh is saying be tired, but that means to continue to be up and continue to intercede. Always do the opposite to what the flesh is saying. Because the enemy trying to speak to your flesh, he can't talk to your spirit. He can't tell somebody who they are who already know. He can't tell somebody what season they in when they already know. He can't tell you what to do if you already know. So if you don't know, he's going to try to talk to you in a different way. So I said, God, when you pull me away from natural food, that means you're about to move fast. And then all of a sudden, I said, maybe I just don't want that to eat. I begin to put something else on the stove. And right before it got done, I say, no, this is not it. I don't have no earthly appetite. That's what it is. And then all of a sudden, I yield to the presence of God who is actually moving differently. See, when you're in a higher place, you're somewhere you've never been before. You can't think the way you used to think. So sometimes you got to sit still. See, that's God leading me much more higher. The way he led me before I woke up this morning is a different way of him leading us. He wouldn't have you on this podcast tuning in if he didn't have you connected to me for you to also receive. He's drawing you away to himself. Now whatever you don't do because you don't feel like doing, that's what he's drawing you away from for this opportune time. He said, I'm drawing you away for favor. I'm drawing you away for much more favor. Because my hand is upon your life more heavier than it was before. Because you came up higher. The more higher you come up, the more you encounter. The more you encounter, the more it's been exposed. With more it's been exposed, the more can be released. And the more that's been released is the more that you receive. And what you receive, that's what you have. Grown for your neighbors. Grown for those who worship in false gods. Grown for those who's walking away from God. Grown for those who are unaware of who they are. See, when you look how God sees and you see how he sees, it causes you to groan and fall to your knees for your neighbor on your left and your right and I don't mean that per se literally left and right I mean from the north to the south east and west all over the earth grow for that neighbor and that tribe cutting themselves drinking their own blood thinking that's power thinking that's success Pray for that neighbor who sit there and submit their life to the moon. 
Pray for that neighbor who fasts for 30 days and calling out God the wrong name. Calling unto him the wrong way. Grow for those who worship a statue, who chant. Grow for those who want to put spells on people. And it's actually happening in their lives because they're not covered. You must be covered. Thank God before you was walking with God, he spared your life when you wasn't covered. And there are many of us walking around having a covering of our grandparents' prayers over our life. God can do anything he want to do. But a lot of things and choices we make, we leave God no choice. Because the man that he shall not lie. How can you have a blessed life without him? He's a man that he shall not lie. Neither a son of man that he shall repent. If he said it, he's going to do it. Speak blessing or curses. If you're not speaking what he's saying, then you're speaking curses. And that you go reap, but you pray to God for deliverance. But still not wanting to be delivered. And get mad at God that you reaping curses. I'm losing everything. Nothing is happening good for me. Forget this mess. I don't want to go to church no more. I tried the God kind of lifestyle. It don't seem to work for me. I tried everything. I prayed. I praised. I fast. I went to church. But guess what? You lack one important thing. You don't believe. It's as simple as that. It don't matter what church or where God take me, I'm going to release the truth. I went to a church. Now I'm very respectful. They wanted me to speak on healing. But they wanted to give me a pink ribbon to represent healing. It's no way. I respectfully say I'm okay. I don't got to get to detail about what you shouldn't do. With it. I say I'm okay. And God bless me deliver a powerful word. Nobody wanted to wear that ribbon when I thought I speak. I thought I spoke, excuse me, speaking from God. I'm not against no ribbon. I'm not against no colors. But I know one thing. I'm for the God who created heaven and earth. I'm for Christ who laid down his life for us. I'm not against your thoughts. I'm not against your ways. But there's no way I'm going to represent the opposite to what Christ got up about. What he got up for. What he got up to do. So can we. So 
we have done. It's no way. It don't matter what no doctors say. It seems to be the doctor's reports that causes a lot of believers and people who even don't believe to go home prematurely. But you worship. Worship is not a song. Worship is not a dance. Worship is not tuning in to the service. Worship is using your faith. Worship is believing what you cannot see. Worship is knowing that Christ is who he said he is and he did exactly what he said he came here to do. Worship is saying yes to everything that God says yes to. And worship is saying no to everything that God said don't belong to you. Cancer doesn't belong to you. If your body talking to you about that, you better talk back. You have the final say. You have the final say. And if you keep on seeing what you don't want to see, then don't say. Because you're going to have it. And it's happening every day. Every day. In any other sickness, I refuse to believe in Christ, quote unquote, say I do, and go home prematurely. I'm trying to tell you. It could be 50 people in a room saying the same thing I'm saying. But when they report knock on your door, it might just end up being me standing, per se. Not just saying, you know, guys, giving an example. Maybe just you standing, wherever area you are in location, with the people who are around you. Due to your faith in theirs, where God dealt to every man the measure, the same measure of faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. That's why he dealt to every man the measure. As simple as that. Groaning in the spirit for people's believing. And I mean believing firm. In every area. Because whatever area you believe God in is going to be shown. And whatever area you don't believe God in is also going to be shown. Who do you say he is to you? He's my everything. Therefore, you're going to see him in every area. Groaning for the cities and towns that we haven't even heard of, probably can't even pronounce. Groaning lift up everybody. It's so much more than just praying in your natural language. So much to be interpreted in an unknown tongue. Even words that the tongue don't even know, which is a sound of an utterance and a groan. Just groaning and groaning and groaning and groaning. And all of a sudden, people start running in the church. I haven't been here in years. I feel like going back. 
I know I've been on drugs for so long, but I just want some help so I can stop. I want to do right now. I'm tired of doing wrong. You think every drug addict want to be a drug addict? Everybody can use help in some area. You may not be doing no drugs, but you have another weakness that you've been delivered from. You'd be surprised what people do at home. And God see it all. Groaning, 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 groaning. We're groaning. We're groaning. He put us away to groan. To groan. And guess how you elevate with your groaning? Because you in the presence of God so heavy regarding somebody else. Now you're lifting up other people. Therefore, God is lifting you up. There's your elevation when you take your mind off yourself. You understand. God is moving so fast. You have to be very still. But I'm going to tell you how merciful he is. He's been reminding me all day. And when I mean all day, certain encounters throughout the day. Not all day as in the whole entire day, hour by hour, minute by minute. No, I'm saying in the morning and in the afternoon. He had to remind me. You're in a new place. Everything that you're trying to do is in the old place. And I love his mercy. Because he's telling me what to do. By having my spirit to know. He's having us to be led so much more by Holy Spirit. Because Holy Spirit in you is elevating you. The truth. The truth is you should not lay down your life. So the truth is you must go to the right. Don't go to the left. Wherever you on your way to, Holy Spirit say that to you. Because on the left can be trouble that cause you to leave this earth prematurely. But because you said no man should take my life, here's Holy Spirit make a right. Well, this way seems longer, but I'm going to listen to you, Holy Spirit. Yeah, do you hear that something tragic happened on the left? You eat any daily thing, it will not harm you. Let me give you guys an example of what God means by that. Exactly what he said by that. But let me give you a testimony. There was someone who was very angry at me for no reason at all. Abel never gave Cain a reason to want to kill him. He was a just brother. 
envied and you murdered. And this person just hated me for at this one specific time. Never hated me before. But for 20 seconds, they hated me so much to pour me a drink and chop pieces of glass in it. And because of God's faithfulness, because I said no man should take my life, and if I eat and drink any deadly thing, it would never harm me. And when I drunk the cup of juice, Holy Spirit said, wait, before you get to the last drop, look in the glass. I looked in the glass. It was like four chunks of glass inside of the glass. I'm looking around like, did anything break? Any, any cups broken in here? No cups are broken. Did any of you guys break any glass in here? No, no one broke any glass. And the person was wondering how she able to talk. Do she know what she just swallowed? Or maybe she didn't swallow because she's still talking. And try to do it a second time. And that time Holy Spirit said, look at the bottle before you drink out of the glass. I said, that's enough. I don't want nothing else from this house. I know that you deliver me and you spare me. But just the fact that knowing that that's what's happening, I don't even want nothing to eat. I don't even want to sleep here. Let me get out of here. And it was nothing but the devil. Some people are influenced by the enemy so much. Go put some glass in her drink. I'm tired of her. I'm trying to get rid of her. Don't you hate her too? Let's get rid of her. Let's shut her up. <laughs> Hallelujah. And God said to me right now, do you have any idea how many times you drunk something daily? It don't even have to be glass. It could be something that could have tore your stomach up. It could have been something expired, something that's molded and rotten. And all of a sudden, or some, eating something you don't even know you eating. They're lying about what they cook and fix it. And it doesn't even harm you. You still here? <laughs> you understand? You understand? There's power in our tongue. Hallelujah. I gave you guys that testimony because it really happened. It really happened. And guess what? God said to me, don't even tell the person what you know they did. They know what they've done. But they see your victory. That has already been won. Because you're still standing. There is nothing God cannot do, guys. Do you know that? Can't nobody do anything to you that God don't allow to happen if you continue to follow. But if you put your own hands in, you're going to have God to take his out. And you don't want that. And we all know what that is like. Our days of living like that are over. 
My appetite is gone. I got to wrap this. This is the second thing I wrapped up today. Didn't even touch. I touched the first, you know, nacho salad. Three, I had like three spoons of it, you know, chips. And that was it. That was it. God has had me drinking plenty of fluids. Your life has changed forever. I'm so blessed to be connected to you. Take God so much more seriously as to why you're here than you ever did before. You understand, guys. I know you do. I love you guys so much. I'm not going past 30. Groaning in spirit. God is so merciful that if you not paying attention to what he's doing, he reminds you. I wasn't hungry, but I knew that I usually eat at certain times. So I tried to, I said, maybe it's not that I want. Try to make something else. And right before it's done, turn the stove off, wrap it up. I don't want that. I don't want it. Let in the room to grow. Grow. Grown. Oh, God. Groaning and groaning and groaning and groaning. Oh God, and groaning and groaning for such a time as this. For such a time as this. Everybody that's not for me in my life, God has pulled them out of my life already. And those who have God have in my life are in my life already. That shift has already taken place. When you say, Father, nothing else matters. Just me pleasing you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to this generation, Father. For your glory that covers this generation. Hallelujah to your name. Hallelujah to your will. Hallelujah to your plan. Hallelujah to your name. Hallelujah to your works. Hallelujah, God. I raise my hallelujah. Over the nations, over the governments, and I know I have whatsoever I say, so I'm expecting to hear some different reports over every nation. I'm not just beating my guns just because it sounds good. I know what I'm saying. Work yourself out already for our good. God, not gonna send somebody who walk in fear. To a nation filled with people 
who appear to act like wolves. He know who to send where. He may not send you the voodoo job. He's not going to have you go somewhere and you be filled with everything other than Holy Spirit. You understand? But know this. I'm speaking for myself. Know this. This woman right here is Christ-like. I go anywhere. In fact, I already went. Not playing around with the gospel. Not playing around with miracles, signs, and wonders. Not playing around with eyes have never seen, ears ever heard, nor enter to offer those who prepare for God who love them. What God has prepared for those who love Him. What God has prepared for those who love Him. What God has prepared for those who love Him. What God has prepared for those who love Him. What God has prepared for those who love Him. You are prepared. You are prepared. You are prepared. You are prepared. You are prepared because you love Him. Now, shall we go past 30? You're not going past 30. Greater is He who's in us. Then he who's in the world I love you I love you I love you Enjoy your shift 